Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcast. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Everybody, thanks for joining me for today's devotional. Uh, today we're going to talk uh, a little bit about a girl named Rachel from the Bible. Now, I'm not going to lie, I love a good love story. Um, I, I kind of can get sucked into movies that are more of the love story variety sometimes. There's one called A Walk to Remember. I remember one time I, I was, couldn't fall asleep at night and I was flipping through the TV and I saw A Walk to Remember on I'm like, oh, I'll fall asleep to that. I couldn't. I, I started watching it, and I just stayed awake, watched all night. Notting Hill. There's one scene in the, the movie Notting Hill. It's the best. One guy, he's like, okay, but she said to you that she wanted to go out with you. And the main character is like, yeah, sort of. Well, that's nice. Uh, what? And then the other person said, well, you know, anybody saying they want to go out with you is, is pretty great, isn't it? And then the main character said, well, it was sort of sweet, actually. I mean... I know she's an actress and all, but so she can deliver a line, but she said that she might be as famous as she can be, but also that she was just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. I'm telling you guys, what like love story you just don't get love stories like that. But then there's horrible love stories. There's the movie Pearl Harbor. Absolutely hate that movie. It's the worst love story ever. Titanic, kind of a good movie, except for the love story. It just like it kind of did me in. I remember though I, I did watch that movie. It was like the one of the first movies I think that Crystal and I watched together, and I, I was like, "What if, what if that happened to us? That you know, that she just had to let me go." And the, we think I think diff, weird things. I get it, but these stories, they're they're great. But there's no love story that can hold a candle to one of the stories that we see in the Bible. There's no special effects, uh, no hundred million dollar budget. Uh, just a pure, true biblical story about a guy named Jacob uh, that and a girl named Rachel. Now the Bible says that a man named Laban had two daughters. The older daughter was Leah. She had, a be- she had beautiful eyes. Um, and Rachel was the younger one. It says that she was beautiful in every way with a lovely face and a shapely figure. The Bible right here is really saying Leah, Leah wasn't very pretty, but she had pretty eyes. And then it was, it's pretty much saying Rachel was just gorgeous. And so Jacob falls in love with this girl, Rachel. And so he asks for her to be given as his wife in exchange for seven years of labor in Laban's fields. Um, that's some crazy kind of love. He's, he's asked that really after just one month of knowing the girl. Genesis 29 says this, So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her. And then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife. My time is completed. I, wanna, I want to lie with her. I want her to be my wife. Um, there's only one problem. In Laban's community, they did not give away a younger daughter before giving away the oldest daughter. So on the wedding night, when it was dark, Laban brought Leah into Jacob, and Jacob didn't realize it until the morning. And when he woke up, he wasn't happy. Jacob ended up making a deal to work another seven years just so that he could be with the women, woman that he loved, um, so that he could get to marry Rachel as well. Unfortunately, Jacob, he was sort of stuck in this polygamous marriage with, with Leah, uh, and he didn't really love her. And the Bible says that God sort of had pity on Leah because she was unloved, and so God gave her children. In fact, she had four sons with Jacob while Rachel was still childless. Now, how do you think that Rachel responded to this? She started to get jealous. 
She began to figure that Jacob surely couldn't continue to love her more than Leah because Leah was having all these children for him. So what does Rachel go and do? She gives her maidservant to Jacob so that she can have a kid through this maidservant. This is crazy stuff. And so after the maidservant, Bilhah, had a second child, Rachel named him Naphtali, saying, I've had an intense struggle with my sister, and I'm winning. Rachel, I don't think you're winning. This isn't what winning is. You can kind of hear this evil sister laugh going on right now. Things are getting really ugly. And then God blesses Leah again, and she has more kids. Eventually, though, the Lord finally answers Rachel's prayers and gives her two sons, the first being Joseph. Jacob took great delight in these two boys, being the oldest, the sons of, of her most precious, his most precious wife, Rachel. That's why all the brothers hated Joseph, and they ended up selling him into slavery at one point. So what do we find in this great love story? The first is probably this. Don't marry two sisters, especially not at the same time. Uh, for real, though, look into Rachel. We see what can happen when we become desperate to try to please God. Rachel was so loyal and devoted to Jacob that she became frustrated by her inability to give him any children. She got confused. She began to think that Jacob would only love her because she, if she could give him what he wanted. She forgot that in the beginning of this whole story, it was Jacob who picked her, and he did so purely out of his love and desire for her, not based on what she could give to him. He worked 14 years for this woman. This is the same story that plays out, I think, for a lot of us in our relationship with God. We start out wanting to please God and, and to do right by Him and, and, and to be of service to Him. And then life happens and we don't do everything the way that we think that we're supposed to be doing it. And we get confused and we begin to think that He's only going to love us and accept us if we give to Him the kind of life that we think He wants. And then because we haven't lived up to that, a lot of times we begin doing one of two things. Either A, we give up completely, or B, we begin thinking up weird things to try to gain God's approval. Rachel did the second of these two things. She started doing weird things to gain approval with, with Joseph. People do weird things to try and gain God's uh, approval as well. You ever ask somebody if they're, if they're a Christian uh, or if they think they're going to go to heaven, what do you, you hear? You hear replies like, well, I go to church. As if that means anything in terms of having God's approval. Church is great, and it helps us, and it's positive for us, but it's not what makes God love us. God isn't, isn't up there going, man, look, there's a checklist, and he skipped church today, didn't, didn't do the, the thing on the checklist, or, or she went to church today, she's in, in favor with me. People think reading their Bibles does the same thing, or praying does the same thing. You want to know what makes you right with God? It's really simple. Number one, love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Number two, admit that you're a sinner who makes mistakes and that you need Jesus, whose sacrifice on the cross is really the only way that you get forgiveness. It's the only way that you get God to look at you with favor. And then the third thing, try to live your life, a life that pleases God in everything that you say and do. But when you fail, admit it. Try to correct it. Then forget about it. Literally, forget about it. That's what makes you right with God, and that's what keeps you right with God. Rachel didn't need to have children to make Jacob happy. She just needed to be Rachel. That's who Jacob fell in love with. And you know who God is in love with? You. Not 
not some crazy thing that you decide you need to be. He's not in love with some crazy thing that you think other people want you to be. God loves you and he shows you that love through the sacrificial life of Jesus. Rachel almost ruined the greatest love story ever by thinking that she needed to earn Jacob's love. Jesus makes it easy for us. You don't have to prove yourself to him. You just need to accept his love for you. Let's pray. Uh, Lord, I know that there's times where I just have a tough time accepting that you can truly accept the person that I am. I see all my faults. I see all the ways that I mess up. Um, God, help, help us not to feel today like we've got like to do something to get your attention. God, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for the sacrificial love that he gives to us by, in what he did on the cross. God, help us to accept that love today and to realize that we are accepted because of what Jesus did and nothing else. We love you, Lord. Uh, we thank you for this, this day that we've got. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks, everybody. I hope you guys have a great week. I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.